Of a bowl of cereal, grab a spot on the couch, and join us in our Saturday morning pajamas. I'm your host, Jax, and my voice sounds a little funny today. It's just because I have a Christmas cold. Can't be the holidays without getting a little bit sick. Well, what can I tell you? That's at least what happens around here. <laughs> today, I have a special treat for you. AJ and I decided to sit down with the eternal holiday classic, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We got to thinking that it's been years since either of us had sat down and watched this movie from start to finish and one sitting. So we thought we'd give it another go and talk about it. So, without further ado, I want to hop us over into that review. But, actually, there is going to be some ado. We're going to hear a quick message from my friends over at the Insert Coin Podcast. And once we get that, we'll hop right into review. Hey there, Saturday morning pajamas. This is Whiskey TK. Jacob. <laughs> Cody. And it's your boy, JT. It's your boy. We are... Black market cheese. Did you die? Did you do a segue, right? Got me. Settlers of Catan is different every time you play it. <laughs> so, it's the most outrageous thing it's I've so ever out- seen. Insert coin to continue. Check us out on YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play. And you can also contact us at credit number two continue on Twitter. And we're out. Hello and welcome. My man AJ. I'm Jax, and we're here with more Christmas tales for you. And shocker of shocks, this is not a horror story. Yep, we're going with a different kind of Christmas story. Well, it could be a horror to some. Time with the family. Yes, uh, we are talking about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This is the Christmas uh, Vacation movie that came out third? Uh, third, yeah, because it started with the regular vacation, European vacation, then Christmas vacation, That I, if I remember correctly. Okay. And uh, then later on, we got, for some reason, I have no clue as to why, we got Vegas vacation. Randy Quaid needed money? But Randy Quaid isn't in charge of the National Lampoon series. Chevy Chase needed money. Most likely. Yeah. So, this one, for those who do not remember has Juliet Lewis and Johnny Galecki as the kids. Oh, God, yeah, I completely forgot about that. The, the, out of all the this is, I think, the only one of the vacation movies where the kids, both of them, actually grew up to be something more than... Wasn't that the kids from Christmas Vacation? Pretty much, yeah. Because uh, no, lo- no one looks at Johnny Galecki now and thinks, isn't that the kid from Christmas Vacation? Hell, most people don't even say what they used to say, which is, isn't that the kid from uh, Roseanne? Yeah, it's now it's it's the guy from Big Bang. Yep. And then Juliette Lewis. She's been in stuff. She's been in stuff. <laughs> um, there's quite a few people in here. I'm just browsing through the list. Oh my god, this this movie is actually pretty star studded. You have um, Julia Louis Dreyfus in there as the as one of the you know <laughs> the neighbor the yuppie neighbors. Yes, she's a neighbor. Uh, there's a bunch of people, but it's not. There's people who are famous in the '80s and early mm-hmm. '90s. And then you've got people who are related to people who are famous. Yes, like Brian Doyle Williams, is it? Mm, Brian Doyle Murray. Murray, that's right. Ah, so now, for the three of you who have not seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. Basically, this is... Well, let's start back even further. For those who did not listen to our talk about the vacation movies earlier this year, mm-hmm. this is from National Lampoon. It follows the Griswold family. There's Clark, played by Chevy, Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Beverly D'Angelo plays his wife, Ellen, and they have <laughs> two kids, um, Rusty and Audrey. Yep. And whichever one's older seems to change between the films. It does. It really does. And they're always played by different actors. Always. Yep. Um, I believe, wasn't it... Um, who was Russ in the first Vacation movie? The first one? Um, the kid uh, from Sixteen Candles, the geek. No, that wasn't the first one. I think that was a, that was European. Maybe. Okay, anyways. One of them had some kid that you'll probably know. <laughs> yeah. One of them, one of them was... Uh, oh, God, I know his name. Um... He was on SNL, too. I cannot think of it, though. Um, I'll put it in the blog post. Yeah. So we don't spend forever thinking about that. (laughs) Anyway. So, basically, though, Clark is... He loves his... Anthony Michael Hall. There we go. That was it. And that was one from the first one. Yeah. He was one. (laughs) Yes. So, basically, Clark loves his family and wants wants his family to have, like, a perfect vacation. Mm -hmm. Whether it's, you know, the summer vacation where they go to a theme park and the first National Lampoon's vacation... Or it's Christmas vacation. We want to have a happy Christmas vacation and invite, have all the family there and have that Norman Rock, Rockwell type of thing. Uh huh. Except he fails miserably. <laughs> well, let's keep in mind that one of the one of the people in this movie that's part of his family is um oh god I can never remember the actress's name. She played the mother on Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh oh Doris Roberts. Doris Roberts yes. And anything where Doris Roberts is playing a mother-in-law is going to be good. She's gonna, um, she's gonna be a bitch. Yeah, and she seems so wholesome on Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay, I didn't watch the show. I saw the commercials. Yeah, I had this thing about shitty TV shows. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, <laughs> so point, point being, this movie, <laughs> National Lampoon's comedy Christmas movie. Yes. So let's. Uh, Chevy, like you said, Chevy Chase trying to create the perfect family gathering, and as all National Lampoon movies go, things go awry and hilarity ensues. For example, we have, since it's such a classic, there's going to be some spoilers here, just saying. Yep. We have everything from can't get the Christmas lights to work, to having everyone in the house at once, to families fighting, to... You know, problems with the neighbors to that one cousin that you really didn't want to see showing up on his own mm-hmm. in his trailer and yep. dumping sewage in your front your front lawn. Yep. To the tree getting set on fire. To the cat getting electrocuted. To squirrels. To a dog completely making a ent- mess out of the trash in the kitchen. Which we call weekly. Yes. <laughs> Luckily, our dogs are too small to do that. Please stay that way. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, please stay out of the trash. <laughs> yes. Anyway, things happen, and they're they're great things, and a lot of them are relatable, if not to the degree in the movie, at least. Like, there's a scene where the, the there, are, there are points where the movie goes from oh well, that's relatable and realistic to holy crap, that's goofy. Yes. Well, there's a scene, for example, where the dog, the cousins has a huge giant uh, Rottweiler. No. It's a dog. It's a it's gigantic dog. Just big ass dog, and he just runs through the house, smashes the china cabinet, you know, screws up the table, you know, goes through the tree, everything, just everywhere. And you're like, maybe this is why our dogs weren't invited to Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then the dog attacks, and then the dog they open the door to get the dog outside, and it attacks the neighbor, and you're like, okay, that's a little bit further than my dogs would go, <laughs> only because my dogs are too tiny. Yeah, but then there's also things like. Oh, I'm gonna go sledding down the um 
the hill. D- down the hill in this little saucer. And he, he adds yeah. his he adds his coating like olive oil or f- some kind of cooking oil or something that's supposed to make it slick, which I don't get how this works in the on the uh, when you go on the snow, mm-hmm. but supposedly it makes him go like lightning fast, trail of fire, mm-hmm. and he just goes forever. And I'm like, I I don't think the whole the hill would go that long, but when I was little and we'd go sledding. We I slid on my my front lawn, which was like the bunny slope of like barely anything. Well, because the next closest, the next best hill was by my school, mm-hmm. but at the bottom of the hill was a creek that wasn't quite frozen over. And I'm like, I'm not that stupid. They are, but I'm not. <laughs> oh, and when I was a kid, we'd go up to the um up to the mountains to go inner tubing, and oh. there were and there were very specific like hills that were built built for it. Oh, we did that once, except I opted to go snowboarding instead and wound up. Falling over under the ski lift. I don't snowboard. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the bike slope the whole damn time. <laughs> anyway, so what can we say about this movie that hasn't already been said? It's horrible. No, because that would be a lie. <laughs> no, no, it's not horrible. It's, But it's not, in my opinion, it's not as fantastic as everyone says. It has that nostalgic glow. It's kind of like how the movie A Christmas Story, if you saw it growing up, you love it, but if you see it now for twenty four hours on TV, do they still do that. Yes. If you if it's still if you see it now as a first time, you're kind of like, eh, it's cute, but eh. yeah. So it just kind of has that nostalgic rose tinted glasses. Very true. Um, as your first time seeing this, though, what, what were the scenes you really liked? Oh, this wasn't my first time seeing this. All the way through. Oh, all, all the way through. Um, First time in a very long time seeing it all the way through. Yeah. Um, you know, as as an adult, it's it, it's okay, but here's the thing: National Lampoons has this way of making Clark Griswold into such an unlikable asshole. They do. It, it starts off with all happy and fun, and then somewhere in the third act. Stream of obscenities. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, he, like I said, he, in all three movies, there's just something about him that just makes him into this kind of asshole that you want to see get his, his comeuppance. But in this movie, you don't get that because it's a Christmas movie. It has to have a happy ending. It, But even in the original Vacation, he didn't get his comeuppance. Like... They talked to the cops out of it, and he got to go to Wild World. And, if, and it just feels empty when they do that. Well, remember, this was before we actually were allowed to have movies with sad endings. Mm-hmm. I think Gladiator was started that trend of, let's have it where you start being sad at the end. I don't know. I couldn't tell you when it made the switch over, but... That was the first one I recall. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'd say that, for me, it was Chasing Amy. Because it doesn't have the, you know, everyone's happy at the ending, the... Main couple gets split up. They never go back together. They just kind of find peace in their lo- their the peace in their life. Uh, but I'm talking mainstream cinema, not the gloriousness that is Kevin Smith. Well, okay, true. Because Kevin has always done things his own way. Yeah, very true. Well, you know, except for his first movie, Clerks, because for the most part he did it did it his own way. But original ending was Dante was a uh, Randall getting shot. No, Dante getting shot. Dante, sorry, sorry. It was Dante, it, Randall leaves. Some oh. guy comes in and holds up Dante and shoots him for a pack of smokes. For some reason, my brain was picturing Randall in that position. Well, because you want Randall to die, because Randall's a dick. True. 
Anywho, back to this movie. Yes. Um, that I mean, and that right there should tell you how what I felt about the movie. I'm more willing to talk about other movies that I like more than this movie. Yeah. I, this is part of the reason why I'm trying to go for more different Christmas movies, just because mm-hmm. there's only so, most of these, if they're not the horror ones, tend to be most people haven't seen, so it tends to give you more honest reaction than the, oh my god, I love this as a kid. And, and, but the thing is, there is one great thing about watching of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation as an adult mm-hmm. is as an adult you can you're more focused to see hidden jokes right like the neighbors be the, the fucking neighbors oh my god yeah well those aren't I wouldn't say that would be a hidden joke that's a little bit out in the open but I'm talking about stuff like when the police come in and stick everyone else stick everyone up Ellen grabs grabs um, Clark's Clark. crotch yeah. To protect his crotch. Well, well, true. My thing with the neighbors was more realizing they're dinks. They're dual income, no kids. That's why they are so against the Griswolds. Yep. And they are a bad stereotype. Bad one, by the way. But Bad yuppie dink stereotype. Yes. But it's something that as a kid, you're just like, they're just no fun. Now you actually get, you actually understand a bit more. Yeah. Which, but, but the thing is, as an adult, some of the stuff that they get angry at, yeah, as a neighbor, I would be getting a little angry at too. You broke in through my window. You destroyed my house. You got you. I got mauled by your dog. Really, I don't know why they didn't call the cops on them sooner yeah. at all. Or you know the unwanted sexual advances. Yeah, it's just. Yep. It, I think Clark was the reason they created HOAs. Yeah. That, <laughs> no. No. If we really want to talk about that. Uh, that's not the real reason. What's the reason? Um, neighborhoods were getting a little dark, and they wanted to keep, you know, keep things nice and bright. Uh Uh-huh. No, that was going back to the 60s before, and the 50s. But but that's what helped in the creation of HOAs. True. To keep certain, certain folks from moving into their neighborhood. We don't like your kind around here. Pretty much, and but you know, is, in, but you know, in a northern suburban attitude, yeah, mm-hmm. where it's okay to be racist. I mean, um, selective on your uh, selective, lawn type, selective housing, housing um, allocation, allocation. Yes, yes. Uh, but we talked before about no political, so we're just gonna move on now. <laughs> FYI, we don't live in HOA because they suck. <laughs> HOAs are fucking bullshit. Yes. Um, so, really, overall enjoyable movie. If you haven't seen it before, check it out. Um, if you have seen it before, we'll want to give it another shot. I think we found this for, like, five bucks at Target or something like that. Yeah. So, it's definitely something that is on the more affordable end um, or support your local used DVD retailer. Yep. Uh, as we do way too much. <laughs> Not as much as we used to, but we, you know. When we can, we do. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's it. Any final words, AJ? Um, yeah, I. If it interests you and you like the National Lampoon movies, give it a shot. I mean, it, it's it's serviceable. Just don't watch Vegas Vacation. I have never seen Vegas Vacation. Do I have to watch it now? No, you don't. Oh God! If it's something he won't even subject me to, knowing what I've subjected him to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I. Well, we'll talk about those later. But. <laughs> yep. All right. So until next time. Bye. Bye.
I want to thank you all for tuning in today. It was a wonderful show for a wonderful day. I want to wish a very happy Hanukkah to everyone who's not celebrating Christmas today, as well as whichever holiday you may celebrate, because um, there's like 30-something holidays this time of year. So, you know what? Happy non-meh end of December. There we go. Covered everyone and didn't piss anyone off. Possibly. <laughs> I want to... Can't talk. I want to give a great shout out to all my friends on TuneIn, iTunes, The Popping Player, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and anywhere else this podcast is airing. You all are what it makes me do this, so thank you. And you know what? If you're done listening to me and you feel like I want to listen to something more, check out Insert Coin. And if you've listened to them and you're still looking for more, well, you know what? Why not go over to audibletrial.com slash SMP for three 30-day trial. More details at the blog post at nonoms.net. And you know what? While you're there, if you feel like giving us a little love, you like us a little bit, maybe consider becoming a Patreon and giving us a donation. There's links and more information in the tip jar. So, thank you all once again for tuning in. And until next time, bye! <laughs>